0: Hello, and welcome to the MyCare Champion cast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Laura Hall of the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. This podcast series covers key issues surrounding healthcare in Michigan and how you can help protect the health of your community. Today, we're talking about legislating staffing levels at hospitals, which is currently being debated here in Michigan. The legislature is talking about mandating nurse staffing ratios. This means that the state government would decide how many nurses all hospitals must have working at any given time even though every hospital across Michigan has very different kinds of patients and needs. We'll cover what's happening in Lansing and also talk about how individual hospitals handle their staffing decisions. First, Chris Mitchell, the MHA's Senior Vice President for Advocacy, will share what's being proposed in Lansing and why Michigan hospitals are opposed to this legislation.
1: Well, much like we've seen in previous sessions, we saw in May of this year, a number of bills uh, on both the House and Senate side Uh, were introduced which would mandate nurse staffing ratios require the public disclosure of those ratios and allow nurses to refuse mandatory overtime or working longer than 12 hours Uh, there was or there is some uh, emergency situations with mass injuries exemptions included in those bills I guess I should fast forward to this week, uh, Wednesday, the House Health Policy Committee has decided to hear testimony only on the House package of bills, uh, in which we uh, look forward to participating in the legislative debate and conversation moving forward.
0: So why are Michigan hospitals opposing this legislation?
1: Well, I think that's a good question. I, I, you talk to any side of this, whether it be the MNA or the nurses, nurses Association, which is pushing these bills, or the hospital side, which is who oppose the bills. I think we both agree that nurses are very vital to hospital care teams, and given the nature of the healthcare setting, Uh, They care for patients 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. We couldn't stay open without uh, the nurses that we have, and we're very thankful for them. But uh, at the end of the day, sometimes unforeseen circumstances sometimes force healthcare providers to require staff to work outside their normal schedules to ensure patient care. Uh, just some examples. If there's an emergency or another disaster that we really can't anticipate, uh, unexpected high occupancies due to outbreaks of, Ill- or, of illness or accidents, or this flu season, staff absences, we don't want nurses coming to work if they have something that they can give to the people they want to care for. Uh, ideally, we want to keep the nurses happy as possible, but our first mission is obviously the care for the patients, and we need to have every tool available to us in order to provide uh, quality care.
0: So I know a lot of people are going to hear this and assume that this stance is related to finances and hospital costs. How do you respond to that?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, uh, there's nothing in this legislation from the hospital perspective that reduces costs. Um, it comes to the question, can we care for the patients we need to uh, when when they show up at our doors? Uh, from our perspective, mandated nurse staffing ratios, we've looked at several studies over the past 10 years, there's been nothing that demonstrates that having more staff necessarily provides higher qualities of care. Um, you have to look at other things like education levels, how much training these nurses have had. And we think those things are much more important than uh prescribed number of nurses per patient. But when we look at Michigan in particular, we are a very diverse state when we talk about uh, some of the large urban hospitals we have and some of the small rural hospitals we have and and anything they do related to healthcare, needs to be catered to each individual community, uh, and this one size fits all approach doesn't really work.
0: Nationally, there's a shortage of nurses, um, which I know is exacerbating some of these issues for hospitals. What are we doing here in Michigan to help with that?
1: Well, I think we're doing a a, a lot of different things. Um, I, you know, most notably, I you know we've we've remain committed to working with nurses and the education community and policymakers to increase the number of high-quality education programs and resources to address uh, any nursing supply shortages. I think most notably, we have supported and continue to support legislative initiatives that would allow community colleges to grant baccalaureate degrees in nursing. Uh, This is really important as about 4,000 qualified nursing students are currently turned away from traditional four-year schools. Uh, I'll be the first to acknowledge that even more needs to be done and we remain at the ready uh, to partner with all the stakeholders to increase the number of nurses in Michigan. I mean, I go back to my first comment is each one of my hospitals needs needs quality nurses to help us on our mission uh, every single day and hospitals want to hire more nurses they want to retain the nurses they have Uh, and so anything we are doing one we're trying to uh, care for the patients every single day, and two, we want to retain and recruit more health care providers, including nurses, in order to help us achieve our first goal, which is to care f- care for patients.
0: Now, Joyce Young, Regional Chief Nursing Officer for St. Joseph Mercy Health System, shares her perspective on why staffing decisions need to be made at the local level.
2: I've been a nurse in, in hospital nursing for greater than 37 years. And with Trinity Health, the majority of those years here at St. Joseph Mercy Health System, um, about seven years, and within Michigan, about 18 years.
0: So, that, um, that length of experience, um, what is your perspective, I guess, on nursing, the role of nursing in a hospital environment?
2: Well, you know, I'll start by saying I am, I love nursing. I, I truly, um, believe that nursing is not only, challenging. It is very challenging to each and every nurse, regardless of where they work, what their particular discipline is, very challenging. But at the same time, it is so rewarding. My family, I come from a family of nurses and healthcare providers. My daughter's a nurse. I am so proud of nursing that it is something I recommend to anyone and everyone I have a chance to recommend a profession to. It's a great career.
0: So how does your health system handle hospital staffing in terms of nurses? Um, do you guys address that on a hospital-by-hospital hospital basis, or does it get more, you know, at a lower level, more granular than that?
2: Both. Yes and yes. So not only hospital-by-hospital, hospital, but unit-by-unit. Unit. Every hospital is different. Every unit is different. So units are generally Um, configured with a particular type of patient, patient diagnostic condition, or sometimes it's uh, relative to intensity of care needs or patient acuity. So looking very specifically at the unit is critically important. But even more than that, it's, it's looking at what that unit is compromised or composed of, the type of nurses, the educational level of the nurses, the skill mix of the nurses, experience, training. Support structures, the unit design and configuration and uh, proximity to needed equipment, um, access to support structures and support personnel. So much more granular, absolutely hospital by hospital, but much, much more granular than that. There are so many uh, very specific and, um, um, uh, really, um, um, different factors, multiple factors that impact uh, staffing models, staffing decisions uh, at each one of the hospitals.
0: You know, when you're talking about the units and the patient's needs, I guess I would imagine if you've got a bunch of seasoned nurses who have things well under control and pretty uh, straightforward cases, it would need maybe fewer nurses on hand to help than if you had a bunch of complicated cases. That's
2: definitely exactly what I'm talking about. A unit that is filled with critical care patients clearly is going to need more registered nurses um, than a unit filled with a more stable, predictable patient population. And or, you know, perhaps it influences even the, the type, the skill mix. So maybe there's a unit, perhaps a rehab unit that might need um, physical therapists and other sort of technical um, types of roles to support the nursing staff, again, versus, for example, a critical care unit that the vast majority and perhaps 100% is going to be registered nurses staffing that area. So, yep, you're right on.
0: How often do leaders there um, look at and kind of make decisions about staffing levels. I, I'm assuming it's not, you know, at the beginning of the year we're going to set some policies and then not think about it again for the rest of the year.
2: No, absolutely not. Um, staffing decisions literally are made not only every shift, but up to every four hours and even as needed throughout the course of the day because, you know, the, the flow of patients and the changing condition and um, access to the emergency department. The, all of those things are unpredictable. So we never really know what's going to happen from 7 a.m. through the course of the day and what may change and what we may need to do as um, hospital leaders and as nursing staff to address and determine what we need to and what and how we need to adjust to accommodate those needs. So minimally we, uh, for Sinkers of Mercy Health System and you know, I, I believe I speak for the vast majority of hospitals, not only in Michigan, but across the country, frankly. We look at staffing and adjusting staffing minimally every shift based upon, you know, again, all of those variables that I mentioned earlier. And then in most cases, every four hours or more often as needed. Very frequent. The model itself, you know, I'll, I'll dive a little bit into the staffing model itself. Every year, there's a fair amount of time and attention put into determining the overall staffing model for each unit, and it's based upon anticipated um, volumes in that unit for the year, patient types, again, diagnostic condition, what we anticipate in terms of acuity or intensity of care need, which we, you know, can look at historically and determine what that might be. Um, Anything new that we might be anticipating, new conditions, new technologies, et cetera, that may require different type of staff, more staff, less staff, et cetera. So every year we set those models. We have a staffing committee with staff nurses that help us to make those decisions, inform those decisions and policy practices, et cetera. And then um, as that model goes into place and daily staffing plans are implemented, we, those are what we look at you know, every shift and every four hours and as frequently as we need to.
0: And so these decisions are being informed by people, you know, on the ground or, you know, this, this staffing committee. It's people who are actually at the bedside helping um, make some of these decisions.
2: Yep, absolutely. In uh, St. Joseph Mercy Health System, I mean, frankly, again, in hospitals across the country, shared governance structures have become very, very commonplace. Nurse Practice Council is very commonplace. And for St. Joseph Mercy Health System, what we do is we have a staffing committee. Um, That's a part of our practice council. And the staffing committee is composed of staff nurses. Those staff nurses, again, help to inform us of what's working, what isn't working. Um, They help to design the staffing model. They help to um, look at and... um, Sort of investigate innovation that can support nurses and the work of nurses. They look at and may adjust or change policies and protocols that um, impact staffing and staffing practices. Uh, so very, very engaged, very empowered um, staff nurses. After all, really, it's the nurses who can best determine um, the type of Model and the type of staffing plan to best meet the needs of the patient.
0: So, why do you think it's important to maintain that flexibility and kind of keep your structure the way you have it when it comes to staffing?
2: It's a great question. And the fact of the matter is, hospital patient flow, uh, patient needs, the degree of complexity, all of that is unpredictable. And so, therefore, staffing decisions, including the number of personnel, the number of And nurses and types of nurses or skill mix. All of that needs to be flexible. We never know again from one day to the next, let alone hour by hour, who and what will come through our door, what level of of care need is going to be presenting at our, at our emergency departments or the patient in the bed and in a unit within our hospital, their condition and the change of their condition. We never really know for sure. So, you know, by considering, even for a moment, um, a sort of a one-size or legislatively driven or one-size-fits-all model, it's just simply not the answer for the realities that are uh, in our healthcare delivery systems that are um, truly changing moment by moment. We have to be able to be flexible to meet those needs. Speaking for St. Joseph Mercy Health System, Trinity Health. And really, I honestly believe I'm speaking for perhaps every hospital in Michigan. I will say for myself that I support so strongly safe patient care, safe patient practices. Um, it is, it's, it's, it's what we're all about. It's about delivering care that is safe. It's about providing safe environments for our nurses. But yeah, yeah, as I as I look at and contemplate in front of me um, uh, legislation that's drafted suggesting uh, mandated ratios or um, other sorts of staffing-related mandates and legislation, it simply, to me, makes uh, no good sense when, again, it is the nurse who has the professional judgment, skill, and ability to ter- determine the staffing and type of staffing that's required within the hospital and within those units, and by empowering the nurses to make those decisions, we're not only setting up that hospital and unit to be successful and safe in delivering care, we're satisfying and engaging the nursing and the nursing staff as well.
0: We'll keep MyCare champions informed during and after the hearing, which is planned for Wednesday, November 29th. Watch for opportunities for you to lend a hand to ensure hospital staffing decisions are made at the local level. Thanks everyone for listening. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review or email us at communicate at MHA.org. And be sure to join us in two weeks for the next episode of the MyCare Champion cast.